Hey everyone, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum, a almost certainly abbreviated episode, but also a one-person episode since John is in Europe and I'm just filling up the time to have another episode. Well, or whatever. Um, I don't know for sure I'll talk about. I do have some emails from John that I've been saving. I haven't read during his trip to hopefully I'll read them on the podcast and that'll be a good time filler and something everyone will be interested in hearing because everyone loves travel emails, right? Uh, Okay. What else is there to talk about? Lots of other things like that rocket. Did everyone see it? I don't know what it is. I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it's a rocket or an alien spaceship or just a nice viral advertising for the new new version of the X-Files that's coming soon. Did I say the name of the show? Pop Culture Continuum? John usually does that, so I might have forgotten. Also, sorry about the audio being terrible, but John usually handles that too, and he is an actual expert, so yeah, there might be some mistakes and some glitches. That wasn't actually a glitch, I just wasn't sure what to say next. Oh, X-Files. Not X-Files. That show's coming, but I don't know anything about that. I'm going to watch it when it's on. More about this rocket. I I don't really want to know what it really was. I'd rather just pretend it was an alien who, for some reason, went to Santa Monica and then Montana. That was a story on Twitter. Somebody put up the picture of the rocket that looked really cool, had a blue light that came after it, and then someone... And that was in Santa Monica. And then someone in Twitter, Montana Twitter... Why do they say things like that? Like, how is black Twitter going to react to this? And how is... Carolina Twitter. That's really weird. Anyway, and it's a company that that seems to do things to make their people angry, like the Heart Star thing. I don't know why that's a big deal, but it seems to be. There's lots of angry people on my little... I don't even know if you call it a friends list anymore. And the guy in Montana also saw the rocket. And it was like five minutes later. So that's pretty clear that it's not of this world and it's aliens and they're going from Santa Monica to Montana and probably the next stop also involved in M, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Mozambique. Those are the only M places in the world, so it didn't have a lot of places to go, and I can't wait to read to see what Milwaukee had to say or Mozambique. I hope they were good things. Uh, anyway, that's everything. Oh, no, no, now I'm going to read some letters from John for a little bit. Uh, the first letter from John. Let's open it up. It's on Gmail. He did. He wrote to my personal email address, not popculturecontinuum at gmail.com, which is the address you guys should write to. But if you choose not to, I won't be offended. I will be. Hey, Duhole. The trip to... That's John talking to me. The trip to Europe is starting out fantastic. I saw a friend from high school at the airport. He put friend in quotes. I am not able to really put that out without using finger quotes or writing it, so I just want to say friend is in quotes. Viv was Viv was off dealing with the luggage. I'm a man. I don't have time for that. I also had a migraine. This guy spent 20 minutes talking to me. Is it at me? Is at me the better term? About how he found the Lord. He spelled Lord L-O-U-R-D-E. I don't know if that was a typo or maybe this guy was just a big fan of, of, of Lord. Someone named Lord. Is that the guy from Angel? That's Lorne. He died. That's sad. I don't think John's watched Angel. I was zoned out, so I honestly don't know what he said. But I do know he kind of looked like a tall version of Igor. 
The medicine started to work, thank fuck, and we were ready to get on the plane. I don't know what happened to that guy. One moment he was there, the next he was gone. Either I agreed to wor worship his lord, this time he spelled lord correctly, so I'm beginning to think the original lord, L-O-U-R-D-E, was a typo or maybe an autocorrect. That's weird, maybe he, he writes to someone named Lord often in an autocorrect form. Who knows? Or my lack of interest finally convinced him on the merits of atheism. Isism. Whatever it was, I was on the way to Europe, so fuck him. I kind of put that fuh in there because he spelled it funny. You know, F-U, or in capitals and C-K or undercase. John. P.S. Hey, Pat. I wrote this email, but didn't get a chance to send it until today. Please don't mention that Igor thing. I was way out of it and feel bad saying it. Thanks. He's a nice guy. So, uh, I, well, I'm going to, I guess I'll just, I'm going to edit that part out, the, the PS and the Igor part in the sentence, so you guys don't hear that, because I was, uh, I've already, I didn't uh, want to, I didn't know he was going to say something like that. I haven't read these emails, so I'll just be silent for a second here. And I'll, uh, okay, uh, that's that's that. Uh, now I, I did have those. Well, this was that was the first, and then those are that was probably the last of the, the my twenty five favorite conspiracy theories of all time. I, I know there's lots of good ones, but those are my favorite. Other topics. Uh, there's some John emails to get back to. Uh, we got a kind of a truncated version of one there. Uh, but what else can we talk about? We could talk a little bit about comic books. That's always fun to talk about. Well, it's not fun to talk to myself about it, but that's the way it goes. New book I started reading and I really like, Public Relations. I don't know about a lot about the people who write it, but it's really kind of a goofy, kind of disgusting, but also good romp about a king of some fantastical land and his son works in marketing at a company and tries to impress a girl at his company and brings her to a party and it's funnier than it sounds and it, I didn't know this but Scott Ackerman even has a a recommendation for it in the second issue on the cover and I, that might have made me buy it I don't know but I didn't know it when I bought the first one um, another one I'm reading is Survivor's Club Vertigo book written by Lauren Bukes who's pretty awesome it's a horror book very similar to a book an actual book not a comic book that came out last year about a group of people who survived horror movie scenarios and what they're doing. And the book on the novel, oh, novella, had had them in a support group. This this comic book is not a support group, and it's it's very different story, but just the idea of people surviving something and coming together as a group is an interesting idea done once and done differently here, and I like it a lot. Survivor's Club, Lauren Bukes the writer. You should look for it. Uh, what else have I got to? I've been watching Star Wars trailers obsessively, but not all of them. There's a new one that came out that has more scenes, and I decided to totally skip it. So when I see the movie, everything is going to be brand new. Um, that's my choice. You can't tell me what to do, and I won't listen to you. Let's get back to John's letters. What up, Ganja Bunny? Germany is awesome. We've walked all over the place, and I have been calling everyone a donut. Germany is no exception in being too unevolved to understand my comedy. Fuckers. Or, as we say in Germany, D fuckers! A very violent people. Germany is. You know what I have been surprised by? The beer. I haven't had any of it. As you know, I am a beer snob. I did know that. When he came to Philadelphia, there's lots of beers he refused to drink. But he did drink good beers. He even had a Yards. 
if I remember correctly, and I probably don't, I refuse anything but the finest craft beers. Oh, sorry. I refuse anything but the finest craft brews. Don't mean to put words in his mouth. It is a cinnamon. Cinnamon. Synonym. Cinnamon. You know there's that cinnamon challenge? That's really weird. And I did try it, and I did fail it. But I... Why do people do that? Every bar, or as they call it, beer har, beer hall, I can't read, or as they call it, beer hall, that is questionable. I walk into, I request their finest craft brew, and constantly I'm getting the cold shoulder. Germany might be the land that time forgot, but they sure don't know their beer. John. Huh. Well, I don't know if you really need to, well, whatever. I... I've never been to Germany. I don't know the situation. I, my brother went there for Oktoberfest, and he said it was awesome. The beer was good, and people were friendly, and they wore Lederhosen, which surprised me. I thought that might be an American thing, like St. Patrick's Day being a big deal. Or, I don't know, people celebrating the birth of Christ. I don't think they do that in Israel. Anyway, what else is there to talk about on these days when there's no verses? There's a... Uh, Star Wars is is almost out, December 19th. I have my tickets, as you all know. And it's also playing at the Franklin Institute, which is a science museum, and I'll be seeing it there, too. Uh, Any other movies there? Oh, the Peanuts movie's out. I would like to see that. I have heard middling to good things, which is much better, much, much better than I would have... When I saw the trailer, nothing wrong with the trailer, but just the idea that they're making a Peanuts movie that does not involve Charles Schultz in any way whatsoever. Well, aside from the fact that he created the characters, but I mean... His his help and you know what the story's going to be and all that kind of thing. I I didn't have my hopes super high, but the reviews are getting are pretty good. Not great, but not they shouldn't have made this. They ruined the characters. They ruined everything about it. So that's good, and that's a kind of a surprise when you have animated movies made about comic strips that are from 50 years ago. You don't expect them to be the best thing ever done. So it's not the best thing ever done, but it's not it's not just. Uh, crappy crap on the bottom of your feet either and I don't know why people would have crappy crap on the bottom of their feet perhaps they should wear socks and shoes but I I probably will see it it looks like it's going to be good it has good animation it's interesting to see the Peanuts characters in 3D but it's not as off-putting as I would expect it to be unlike that Today Show Halloween outfits where they're all wearing uh, Peanuts characters which I, I guess was was marketing for the movie but that's neither here nor there because they looked they looked scary I didn't I didn't watch it I just saw the pictures and I'm not sure if this was like they were supposed to be like horror story Peanuts characters but to me they were horror story Peanuts characters they looked absolutely god gobsmacking frightening and I hope I never have to see that again and now I'm looking at it right now and I'm aroused so let's go to the next letter heard much hey Pat Hay is spelled with two capital H's and one capital Y. And there's three exclamation points, which conveys the fact to me that he's excited. Remember last time? It turns out I was wrong Oh, wrong. Wrong is all capital. No, wrong-o is all capital wrong. Undercase O, wrong is just wrong. And German beer is not craft. Not all caps. But is good. I am junk on my trunk right now. Ooh, I don't think he meant to say that. Say that last sentence in a Red Fox voice if you say it on the podcast. Well, I don't really have a Red Fox voice. I am junk on my trunk, rotten. Nope. Don't. Don't. Not going to do it. Don't have it. Anyway, I think he meant to say he's drunk on his trunk, which makes sense. Keep keeping it real. So, 
but uh so he he uh john uh, he found out uh a beer was was good in germany i'm well i'm glad he made that discovery but i'm still kind of perplexed what he what he first of all i'm perplexed he, he didn't think it would be good but i am junk on my trunk right now what is not sure not sure what he meant anyway it's another another issue of john's and i think right now what we're going to do uh do I have anything else to talk about? No, I think we're going to take a break. This will be the midway point, or perhaps the end already, since you've turned this podcast off hours ago, of the episode. And we will be right back after a brief break from our our, our sponsor, uh, Bonobo. Whatever. I think is Bonobo the one where you you order your clothes online and they send it to you. And I actually looked into it. I didn't really want the clothes. And maybe it's, oh, no, that's that's great. Maybe Bonobo. One of them, you order clothes and the clothes are like, like ungodly expensive. Like not super duper expensive. More than most expensive clothes stores anywhere. A Jeep pair of jeans was $350 and I'm making that up, but not really. So I don't, I guess really rich people listen to podcasts. And if you're one of those really rich people that listen to podcasts, we would like a new hovercraft or car or that rocket that's in montana okay we'll be right back (laughs) all right i'm back this is Pop Culture Continuum, and this is Patrick Riccardi uh, for the second half. So, what were we talking about before I forget? Uh, did you guys watch Trump on Saturday Night Live? I know I didn't. I know it got a lot of, fl- of like protests. Like, we shouldn't have him win. There wasn't Hillary Clinton a host recently. I hope there was the same flack, and I guess there was. I just didn't notice it because I don't pay that much attention. I think there is more protest because Trump is kind of a racist and kind of a jerk, so people are more likely to be upset that he's on there. I don't think any cast members dropped out like uh, uh, Jan Hooks, nor Dunn. I forget which one dropped out for Andrew Dice Clay. One of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't imagine it was especially funny. I, I read that Larry David was on doing Bernie Sanders again, and that probably was the funniest part of the episode, because Larry David's always funny. But other than that, I can't imagine why anyone watched it, but then again, I never watched Saturday Night Live, so my imagination is not that great. Uh, it's just funny that he decided to be on there. It's funny that they decided to have him, but I guess, or I, I'm not guessing, I'm certain that that was probably, well, I'm, I'm, am I certain, or is it probably? That was almost certainly the highest rated episode of the season. And uh, that's about it. That's all I know how to say about that. Do you want to hear another John letter? Did my voice just crack? I'm 13. Hey, guys. Bonjour, Tweety. We are now in Rotterdam. This is from John. This is not from me to you. This is from John to me. We are now in Rotterdam. I call it cuckoo country. The architecture is amazing. And you should see the results of standing up in fancy restaurants and screaming, Cuckoo! at the top of your lungs. He had cuckoo in all caps, so I took that as a as a note to sing it. Viv thought it was funny too. At first, Johan. He spelled his name J-O-H-A-N. Perhaps that's a reference to Han Solo from the Star Wars series of films, because John is a, a bit of a fan, as he showed on Facebook, that he enjoyed the prequels. I, I believe that's what he said. 
And uh, since he's not here tonight, he did. And Return of the Jedi. Uh, so Trump on SNL, huh? I wonder what John thought of that. I'm sure when he was in Rotterdam cuckooing it up, he watched it. Maybe not. Another comic book to talk about. I don't know how old this one is. I borrowed it from a friend. Which is euphemism. Youth, youth in ism. Euphemism. Lady Killer. Really, really fun book. Well, I feel bad about myself for calling a book that has lots of murder fun. But it was. It was well written. Interesting characters. It was set in the 50s and it had a 50s housewife with a secret side job as an assassin. And a lot of the story was not fleshed out. So there's like bits and pieces that you're wondering about, but there's enough that was fleshed out. There was some cheesecake poses for the main character, having her working at the Playboy Club to... Well, it wasn't a Playboy Club. Kitty Cat Club. Uh, Same idea, where they wear the outfits and she's a waitress and that's where one of her marks... I don't know, if you're an assassin, do you call the person you kill a mark? Or is that something for con people there? Because I know that's a fact. If you're going to con someone. I know it because movies say it. Maybe in real life, con men and women don't use that term. Or grifters don't use that term. I don't know. Anyway, the person that she wanted to kill was at that establishment, and she killed him there. Spoiler alert. That's only the first issue, and there's others that happen. Anyway, really well drawn. Really well, yeah, well written. It's a five-issue series, and I'm hoping there there is more. It's drawn and half-written. I don't know how to put that. It's drawn by Joelle Jones and written by Joelle Jones and Jamie Rich. Don't know much about their backgrounds, like what else they've done, but I really liked this, and I thought it was interesting. So if you're at the comic book store and you see it, you should buy it, but it probably won't be there since all five issues are out, but maybe there's a graphic novel of it, you can get it. Another interesting thing they did is they had a ba- in the back, there was Ask Josie, Advice from a Homemaker, where you could write in and get advice from the lady killer, and she would give you tips and tricks, and that was pretty fun. Oh, speaking of advice columns, did you read the Dear Abby, or was it Dear Prudence, or whatever dear it was, the one in Salon, where a woman wrote in, and she was a re- she was home recovering from surgery, and her 16-year-old neighbor came home with her boyfriend and had sex, and she heard them through the wall, and she told the mother of the 16-year-old that, that she told the mother of the 16-year-old that her daughter is having sex in her house when she wasn't there, and the mother said, I know, I told them they can, blah, 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 it's protected, blah, blah, and the woman was so upset about this that she wrote to the dear Prudence, dear Salon, dear Abby, whoever it was, and said, do you think I should call the cops? Who? Who would ask that? So I think it was a fake letter just to make people like me outraged, and outraged I was. I wrote letters to the editor and to President Obama and President Carter and President Reagan, and all the answers except for one all the letters except for one went unanswered, and I am not telling which one. Um, you guys still watching The Muppets? It's still good. Yay? I know people complained about it when it first came out. It was too adult. It was too cynical. And um, I'm getting the too adult... I'm not getting the too adult. I don't. I think that's a ridiculous complaint. I'm getting the too cynical that it's a little, they're a little bit mean to each other. I think they've improved somewhat, and they've, backed, they've gotten worse in other ways. You know, it's episode by episode. It's not like a steady... But I still think it's good, and I think still think it's funny, and I still think it's true to the characters. And the last episode, I think, yeah, the last episode, they brought Kermit's new girlfriend back for the first time since the first episode, and she was less annoying in this episode. Why do I keep saying episode? She was less annoying this time. She was more of a character, and I liked her voice better, and I liked everything about her. I'm still not sold on the character. I just don't 
But of course, you know, Miss Piggy has 30 years of, of character building, so Mabel should get better. But anyway, I thought they did a much better job with her, and I thought they and this was the best Miss Piggy episode of the entire season. She was clever, she was fun, she made her act her reactions made sense. They weren't just over the top. So yes, you should watch the show if you haven't been watching it. And if you have been watching it, bravo. My gosh, bravo. Uh, I think there's only one John letter left. So maybe we'll, yeah, there's only one left. We'll save that for a little bit. I'll talk about more TV, really. I can't think of what else to talk about right now. I'm not, oh, the thing I'm reading, I just finished reading. I picked up a mystery book. I don't remember the name. And I'm only in the second chapter, so I don't think you want to hear about that. And please don't tell me how it ends. But what I just finished reading was the first, it was first two novels of the Forgaskian saga, which is some sci-fi novel that I've heard of but never read. And I, and it was good. I don't remember the, the author, her name. It's It's something that's hard to say. So perhaps you'll enjoy my attempt to pronounce it if I do find the name in the 10 seconds. Lois McMaster Bajold. Eh, not as fun as I thought. Anyway, it was good. It was basically a prequel, I think. I mean, I don't know because I haven't read the rest, but it's called the Vorksaxian. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Saga, and it's the main character is Miles, and he... Well, spoiler alert, he's what happens at the end of all these two novels. He's born. So it's the adventures of his mother and father and how they got together and how what what happened and how he was born, blah, blah, blah. It was good. I, I highly recommend it to anyone out there who's interested in books that are written on paper. And I read on the Kindle, so I'm a liar. How about The Flash? Are you guys watching it? You should be, because this season's better than the last. What I find most interesting about a comic book show that's actually... A really good comic book show. I think we're definitely in the golden era of comic books on television, much better than the original Flash. No offense, but that show was... I, I can't imagine it was good. I, I liked it as a, uh, I guess, 13-year-old. I liked it, but it was basically just... just Danny Elfman made a movie that made lots of money. Let's do the same thing on TV. And I think that was all the thought the executives put into it, and they didn't give it a chance, but I can't imagine it was good. But maybe it was. I haven't seen it. Mark Hamill was in it. Uh, that's a sign of quality. Corvette Summer, one of the best movies ever made. I saw it in the winter. Uh, anyway, the the Flash now, what I find most interesting, aside from all the comic book stuff and Barry Allen, blah, 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 and the, and the way that they're introducing things that are ridiculous in comic books and they're introducing them to TV audiences, so it's nice to have that ridiculous uh, aspects of two uh, universes and, well, the multi-universe is talked about a lot in, like, just popular science conversation so it's not that big of a deal as it maybe was at one point but anyway beyond all that I think Tom Cavanaugh is so awesome in the show and it, I'm so used to him being a funny guy and kind of just it's great that he does evil so well and he does evil and he still manages to be a likable evil we know last season spoiler alert for first season Tom Cavanaugh's character was the bad guy sorry you didn't watch it I can't help that but even but we knew it pretty early on so it's not much of a spoiler we still liked him it's, he's just he's a, and I don't, I'm not saying he's a bad actor I'm saying he's a good actor because I don't think you're supposed to full out hate yeah you were so there was pl- places where you hated him but still you could feel why they were, the characters were conflicted because he he played a nice guy so well um, so that's the Flash what other oh speaking of superheroes on TV the new Supergirl came out and it was good I would recommend it I I think the they're doing a good job having a a, a for once a woman as the superhero it's not when they had that trailer came out it was right after the 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 uh, the black widow 
movie parody was done on SNL, and that was really funny. And the trailer for the Supergirl show was so similar to it. And thank God the show's not that bad. Um, the first episode was really good. Second episode was just as good. There are some things I don't like. There's a love interest that's kind of a weird love interest. I don't like how they treated that. I don't really like the fact that Jimmy Olsen is really cool and suave and grown up he wants to be called James I don't I don't know yeah I don't I don't especially like that but I guess I'll just get used to it and the constant mentions of the cousin and never saying I don't think they've said Superman maybe they have but it's just that that'll grow tired fast but hopefully now they're that's kind of done with they they brought the show to they Supergirl exists and and they don't need to bring up her cousin because the more you mention him, the more it doesn't make sense that there's one of the plot points of the show is that there's a bunch of people from Krypton that are evil on Earth, and she has to deal with that kind of a monster of the week sort of thing. But wouldn't Superman be involved in that? This is his home world too, so that is weak. The I mean, the fact that they don't mention him because he would be there to help out. So I mean, no, the fact that they do mention him, but the more they don't mention him, the less you'll think about that. Anyway, more importantly. To in in our universe, the non Supergirl universe is the fa- and why do they call her? I I don't know. Never mind. It doesn't matter. The uh, newscaster in the Supergirl universe is Purd from Parks and Recreation, and he doesn't change his delivery. He just changes the lines, so the lines aren't funny, but it's still nice to hear Purd, a word from Purd, or whatever his show was. Heard a Purd? I heard a Purd. Uh yeah, well, let's let's go to the final letter from good old John in Europe. Hey, Gargamel. One thing I haven't mentioned is the amazing amount of TV I have been able to watch on this trip. I've told myself, and others, that it is to pick up the language and culture of these countries. But, if this is true, why am I sticking to American shows? Well, I do have to apologize to all of our fans about my hate of the Big Bang Theory. Don't get me wrong. The show is still something an ugly, diseased cat shot out of its second asshole. But the actor who does the tall guys, I have no desire to learn their German characters' names. I'm sure as hell not going to remember their American ones. Voice, Dietrich Walker Merchkirchens. Walk, Walker. I don't know if that's the real name or John's being funny, but Walker Merch is amazing, John. So that's the last missive. I hope you enjoyed John's European vacation as as I did. Uh, I guess I have more to talk about. Oh, so Raiders. There is a documentary about a couple of guys, a, a bunch of people who, as as children, put together a you know a videotaped version of Raiders Lockhart, a scene for scene remake done by thirteen year olds, and it's amazing. The documentary is amazing. I had watched a bunch of the movie on YouTube a long time ago, and I uh, I don't. I, it's fun. They had a a chance to go see it after they did that documentary. Like I saw it on Friday and Sunday, you could have gone seen it. I didn't have much interest. I thought I thought it would be fun. I just thought after I just watched the documentary, I had enough of the scenes and I didn't need to sit through the whole thing. But I, you know, it's awesome. This doc. If you have a chance to see it, I don't know if it's going to theaters or it's. I saw the film festival, so sometimes they show at film festivals and they never hit theaters. But if you do have a chance to see it, you should see it. It's a lot of fun. It'll probably won't be on Amazon, Netflix, and all that stuff where you can get the DVD. It's just 
the guys were doing this when they were 13, and then somehow the tape got passed around. I think it was the maybe the guy went to college and showed it to people, and somebody took it and made a dub of it and passed it from person to person. And then the guy, I forget the na- guy's name. There's a horror movie director who's famous, and shame on me for not knowing his name. But he has a beard. I think he was in the Quentin Tarantino movie, the... Uh, well, shame on me for not knowing that name either. And I refuse to look things up. In Glorious Bastards, he played the 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 Jewish Hammer. Was that the name? Something like that. Something that uh, me saying it's very offensive, especially if I said it wrong. Anyway, he found the tape and he passed it on to Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool News, who I haven't thought of in a long time. And he used to be like the go-to source for geek news online. And uh, there's other places now and. I don't know. I don't go to his site as much as I used to. I used to hate going there anyway because the fonts were all over the place and it drove me crazy. But he was in it and he was funny and he was as you would expect him to be talking about that. And the guy who wrote um, Ernie... Oh, man. I'm bad at names right now. Anyway, he was in it. The guy who wrote a book uh, Spielberg's making a movie out of and he drives a DeLorean and I've talked about it many times before because I recommend the book because it's really good anyway he was in it too and he was talking about he was just talking about the whole thing anyway the the guys how many times are you going to say anyway jeez the guys grew up and they had their respective lives and the tape went around and got really popular so they decided to do put together a GoFundMe or maybe it was a uh, what's Kickstarter to get the funds to make the one scene that they hadn't made in the movie. I don't know why they hadn't made the scene. I guess they couldn't get an airplane when they were kids. But they that's what this documentary is about, them making it and them screwing it up some some ways. But spoiler alert, they finally get it done. So, um, yeah, you should check that out. It's a really good documentary. Uh, oh, Paper Girls. That's another new comic book, and I wrote a letter to Paper Girls. It's the first letter I've written to someone famous since David Letterman days. So you should read that, and I will definitely talk about it if my letter gets in there. And even if it doesn't, I'll talk about it with John and recommend it to him. But um, oh, let's uh, recommendations, Jason, Jason, Jason. Before that, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Still watching it. You should st- you should keep watching it. Best comedy on TV. Best comedy on network TV. I'm thinking of cable shows. There's probably something out there I like more, but I don't. Oh, Aziz and Zary's new show. You should watch that too. Oh, well, there's lots of stuff to talk about. But I know I'm going to end this soon because you're sick of hearing me not remember people's names. But Aziz and, Zary's, Aziz and Zary's new show on Netflix is called Master of None. And I'm sure you've heard about it all weekend. They've been talking about it all over the place. Really, really good. I've watched the first two episodes. Both great. Aziz and Zary's father plays his himself, I think. I'm pretty sure. And he is awesome. He's so cute and funny and delightful. And I don't know how close to the truth, like this the story in this show was that like about him growing up in India and coming to America. I don't know how close to the truth it was, but it doesn't really matter because it was a touching story and a whole great episode. Great show so far. I recommend it highly. Um, yeah, you should watch master of none. Anyway, going back to Brooklyn nine, nine. Well, you should watch that too. And, uh, Recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. I will recommend Master of None. I think I was going to recommend Paper Curls. I've changed my mind. Master of None. Go watch Master of None immediately. This episode doesn't count for recommendations, I'm sure, because nobody's listening. Uh, so maybe I'll do it again next week. Uh, if you'd like to talk to us, you can write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it if you'd rate us highly on iTunes to get rid of those one-star people who hate us because we don't like Married with Children, or just to be nice, or, you know, because you like clicking on stars. Um, like us on Facebook. 
Which, wait, does if you like us on Facebook, I think that means you become friends with us on Facebook, and then you'll see when episodes come out. And I never update it because I don't think people care, but once in a while I do. Uh, don't follow us on Twitter, I never do that. I'm lazy. And I forget if there's something else I, I say there. But no, just tell your friends to listen because they're awesome like you are. And that's all. Absolutely. Goodbye. Here, Doctor, is the